Hey, it's Marley from The Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Monday, November 28th. So today we have the moon in Aquarius all day. This is an air energy, so we're kind of stuck up in our heads. We're very futuristically focused. We are emotionally detached from our situations in life in order for us to see them in a brand new light, in a brand new perspective. Of course, with the Aquarian energy, we want a little bit more freedom. We want a little bit more independence. We want to free ourselves from the restrictions, the blocks, the obstacles, the challenges that we should have realized that we're currently facing while the moon was in Capricorn energy. There are 11 different aspects here today and nine of them involve the moon. The moon makes a very awkward interaction with Mars, who is retrograde in Gemini energy. So we do have some air on air action here with Aquarius and Gemini energy, both being air signs. But the problem is, is that Mars, who rules over our physical energy, our action, our passion, our desire, even our anger, is in a retrograde. So this is internalized. We can't move out in the world like we want to move. We can't assert ourselves the way that we would like. We're kind of all effed up because we are being blocked and restricted from making the moves that we want to make. Now, although we feel frustrated and agitated with this particular energy, what it does is it puts us in a great position to be able to strategize, to think, to put pieces together, to be logical, to be practical, and really kind of analyze the consequences of our actions before we go ahead and take them. Again, another reason why this frustrates the F out of Mars. Mars would prefer to act now and deal with the consequences later. And in a retrograde, we have no time, no energy, no patience for that. This whole retrograde is supposed to be helping us with our energy management and really refining the plan, the path, the strategy that we are going to take, exerting our energy in the correct way because it's all thought out. It would all be strategized. And of course, with the Aquarian energy very focused on our future selves and what it is that we want for ourselves, this is going to be a interaction between the two where, yeah, we could be angry and frustrated of the lack of energy or the lack of opportunity that we have to put ourselves out in the world and take action. However, we are going to make a lot of progress in thinking about the moves that we have to make. The moon is going to sextile, which is a beautiful energy with the sun. So we have the moon, which is our emotions, our intuition, our unconscious self, very representative of the past and where it is that we're coming from versus the sun, which is a fire energy and Sagittarius energy, which is a fire energy focused on the future focused on the bigger, broader picture, the dream, the vision, the goal, the broader horizons that we are now being exposed to. Now, this is a sextile, which means that we're tapping into the best qualities of both energies, the best of Aquarius energy, the best of Sag energy, which means that we are going to be positive and optimistic and confident. We are plucking out the silver linings of our past experiences, understanding where it is that we have grown past some of the blockages, some of the restrictions that we faced in the past, where it is that now because of some of the life lessons that we've gone through, that we've absorbed and integrated, where it is that we see that all of that was necessary in order to launch us, catapult us on this new path, this new direction that we are conjuring up in our mental plane, of course, for us to pursue. 
the moon semi-squares Neptune. This is a little bit of a conflict. And Neptune, of course, is retrograde in this Piscean energy in its place of power. We have the water energy of Neptune retrograde in Pisces. We have the air energy of moon being in Aquarius energy. And this is a semi-square, which is going to apply a little bit of pressure in order for us to see where it is that our vision, our dreams are maybe bumping into each other. So what do I mean by that? Well, sometimes if you let yourself move off into la-la land and you really, really conjure up a good fantasy for yourself, a good dream, a good vision, sometimes we know that it's unattainable. Sometimes we know that it's just so freaking landish that maybe we'll never get there. The Aquarian energy applies a lot of logic to it applies a lot of realism to it. It's almost like the Aquarian energy gives us an actual vision, an actual insight on what it is that is possible for us, what it is that's achievable for us. And the conflict comes because, of course, fantasy versus reality, there's always a gap. There's always a disconnect. There's always a little bit of disappointment. But what we're doing here is trying to get in touch with what is actually achievable. We're taking our higher selves. We're taking our intuition. We're taking our dreams and our visions that we conjure up in La La Land. And then we're really applying some realistic achievable steps to it. And, you know, this may bring a little bit of tension, a little bit of conflict, because of course there is a disconnect, there is a gap, there is a realization on what it is that we can't achieve. But of course, this helps us kind of refine the path forward, the strategy, the moves that we actually have to make in order to break ground and build the bridge to get us from where it is that we're at to where it is that we desire to be. Mars goes ahead and trines Saturn. So we have Mars, the ruler of our physical energy, our drive, our passion, our desire, even our anger, if need be, who is retrograde. So kind of stunted from being able to act as quick, as forcefully as we would like in our external realms to make the moves that we would want to make in Gemini energy the mental battlefield, if you will, the pros and cons, the highs and lows, the everything in between. Saturn, the Lord of Karma, ruling over systems and structures and foundations and roles and responsibilities is in Aquarian energy, trying to project ourselves into the future to see the big vision, the big goal, and then break it down into the manageable, achievable steps that we need to take in order to actually bring something new to life. So this particular aspect between Mars and Saturn first kicked off in September, but Mars was direct at that point. And it would have shown us a little bit more of the direction that we wanted to take, um, the routines, the foundations, the relationships, the structures that we needed to build, the path, the direction that kind of became a little bit more clear and visible. And now, because Mars is retrograde, we have to pluck out all those rewords, which is revisit, reflect, redo, revise. In this case, we could be reviving or renewing our passion, our desire into a project that requires us to bring it to life under a new form, under a new foundation, under a new structure. So what we're getting here is almost like a breath of fresh air, a revisitation, if you will, of ideas that maybe got put on the back burner, plans that maybe just, you know, got swept under the rug. And right now, 
Mars trining with Saturn is applying a lot more discipline to our thoughts, to our feelings, to our actual plans. What we're doing here is we're putting on the blinders. And what we're also doing here is, although Mars would like to go balls to the walls, he can't because he's retrograde. And Saturn tends to pump the brakes on us anyways, just to make sure that the steps that we're making, the steps that we're taking are strong enough. The foundation under our feet is strong enough to hold our weight and to provide the strength and the safety and the stability in order for us to continue on our path. So it's almost like we are pulling back the reins on this Mars energy so that, you know, we're not getting frustrated or agitated that we can't make as many moves as we would like to make at this time. And we have the Saturn energy, which is just helping us to stay on the right track. We are trying to be productive, especially with our thought process, with the planning process. We are trying to be productive in initiating a path, a direction forward. We are refining our purpose, our end goal, our dream, our vision. And this is just overall very constructive. We're building the type of mentality, first and foremost, that we need to have in order to stay on track and just see how the methodology of taking one step at a time leads into the next phase of building. And that's exactly what we're doing here. We have the God of war who likes to take action in life, teaming up with the general foreman, Saturn, who is basically directing us due to the, I'm going to say the the plans of the project and Mars being very eager to go ahead and exert our physical energies where we're gifted the opportunity in our external realms to actually make a move. The moon goes ahead, sextiles Chiron. This is a beautiful jam, a beautiful energy. Chiron, of course, is the wounded healer who's been retrograde in Aries for quite some time, helping us to identify where it is that we have to tackle the healing energies, where it is that we've had to kind of grow through a lot of the things that we had to go through, where it is that we definitely have a new version of ourselves emerging, where it is that we have to rebrand, re-identify who it is that we are, what it is that we want in life. And the moon in Aquarius is just showing us the path forward, the insights, the shift if you will, in our mental plane and in our heart space that we need to make in order to break free from the past, from the cords of some of the relationships that have dissolved, the cords, the connection with our past selves, and just really illuminate for us where we need to learn new skills, new talents, new ways of handling ourselves in order to actually move forward. Now, this is, again, a, a, a weird dynamic only in the the fact that the Aquarian energy helps us to emotionally detach so that we can act as the observer and see ourselves from a different perspective or a different set of eyes. And this Chiron energy is so intense because it essentially illuminates our wounds and illuminates where it is that we've been able to heal past wounds and where it is that we have to continue to heal current wounds. It's very in the moment, very intense. And having these two particular energies kind of blend together is giving us a lot of insight on the path forward, on where it is that we feel strong enough now to tackle new things, more confident, 
to kind of put ourselves out there a little bit more motivated and determined to boss up to new levels of ourselves and new roles and new responsibilities and truly just align with the version of ourselves that we need to be in order to live out the dream, the vision, the goal that we're actively working so hard to actually achieve and pursue. The moon squares the true node though. And a square is a tension point, a conflict. It is essentially the moon, our emotions, our intuition, getting into the boxing ring with our soul's path. Now, again, we can't shy away from tension points, from conflict, because that is the only way that we see what needs to change first and what needs to change the fastest. And, you know, we have the moon in Aquarius trying to show us the path forward, the end goal, if you will, and the true node trying to get us on the right path in order to, you know, align with that mission, align with that purpose. The problem is, is that the true node wants us to take that first step to get on the path that is going to lead us to the futuristic vision and goal. And we don't know what that step is. We are doing very well at this point, I think, in trying to conjure up and manifest a vision and a dream of what it is that we would like to be living in a futuristic sense. But for many of us, we have no clue how to actually get there. The plans, the step forward, the strategy seems to be very unclear right now and can create a lot of conflict. And instead of us pushing ourselves to solve these issues, to zoom in and analyze what that next step could be, we're getting caught up on the, this is never going to happen. Um, you know, may as well make peace with where it is that we're at. I don't know how I'm ever going to achieve this. And again, that negative narrative comes out to show us where it is that new narratives need to be built, new focuses need to be had, new perspectives need to be illuminated so that we can align on the path that we know that we're being called to pursue. The moon semi-squares Jupiter. This is a tension point as well. Not as big of a tension point as a square is, but enough of a tension point where it's not going to feel good. Jupiter, of course, is about growth and expansion, beliefs and abundance and blessings. He's in Pisces energy. So this is like a redo, a reconnection, a reflection, a recalibration of some of the things that we didn't fully understand, didn't fully experience, didn't fully integrate or absorb back in March and April of this year when Jupiter was at the exact same degrees that he's currently at now in Pisces energy. Pisces energy is a water energy. It's very focused on the soul level of healing, of transformation that we need to have in order to bring things full circle and see things end before new situations can begin. And of course, we'll get that beginning in December when Jupiter re-enters into Aries energy. But Jupiter magnifies, turns the volume all the way up on whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And right now, we are kind of casting ourselves away from our relationships. We are a little bit more independent. This Aquarian energy has us a little bit isolated so that we can act as the observer, so that we're not in the trenches, connected to our emotions and allowing our emotions to cloud our intellectual judgment. But the moon being a little bit kerfuffled right now in Aquarian energy, 
not knowing how we're supposed to move forward and proceed and actually, you know, bringing some of the futuristic dreams and visions to life. And again, feeling kind of disconnected and removed from our own lives, Jupiter's going to magnify this and bring up the big feels. And in Pisces energy, the escape artist of the Zodiac, wanting to numb and disassociate, not deal with reality, we could definitely be put in a position right now where we do feel so overwhelmed that we just want to kind of escape worlds all together, crawl up in a ball, kind of isolate ourselves until this particular energy passes. It's not going to kind of take too long for this energy to shift because again, we're in Sagittarius season. So the highs are highs, the lows are lows, and we go from the highs to the lows 60 seconds and back again. So, you know, there's all kinds of extremes that we're going to feel in Sag season. But the moon goes ahead and sextiles, which is a beautiful energy with Venus, the goddess of love and beauty and worth and pleasure and money, who, of course, is in Sagittarius energy, a fire energy, really on a new quest for adventure, for truth, for compatibility, for meaning, for purpose. So what we got going on here is a beautiful energy because it's a sextile. means that we are blending our observer mentality that we're getting from this Aquarian energy with the Venus energy that, of course, has us all up in our feels all the time, trying to examine, you know, what it is that we need to fulfill within ourselves, fulfill within our relationships, where it is that we need to fill the voids and provide ourselves with safety and security and stability. Now, granted, Venus is in Sag energy. So the energy is very unfocused, very scatterbrained. We're tapping into the optimistic, confident, uh, I'm going to say overly excitable energy of Sag and having Aquarian energy, which is air energy and Sag energy, which is fire energy blend together in this harmonious aspect means that there's a lot of revelations there's a lot of inspirations. There's a lot of new passions, a lot of new desires, a lot of new aha moments that will shed a lot of light on what it is that we actually want for ourselves, where it is that new importance, new details, new values are emerging. We have a new self-worth. We have a new self-confidence and that flows over into kind of rearranging the energy dynamics in our existing relationships and puts us in a situation to project ourselves and what it is that we actually want for ourselves in the futuristic version of our reality. Now, ride this high for as long as it lasts because the moon is about to get into the boxing ring with its ruler, Uranus. So there's always this extra layer of intensity when we are kind of in an aspect and interaction with the ruler of the energy that the moon is currently in. And what we're going to get here is emotional chaos, emotional insecurity, emotional uncertainty. There's going to be a lot of rapid thinking, rapid thoughts, rapid feelings coming in. It's going to feel very cold, very rigid, very isolated. And again, a lot of this a lot of these negative thoughts, negative feelings are meant to show us what needs to change. And especially to get in the boxing ring with our emotions, our intuition, our unconscious self with Uranus, who wants to awaken us to a new perspective, wants us to be more open and spontaneous to change, who of course is retrograde and Taurus really making us very uncomfortable with all these changes. We are definitely in the boxing ring trying to fight it out. We want change, but yet many of us not willing to do what we have to do in order to have that change. We want to move forward, but many of us still desperately holding on to what is old, tried, tested, and true, preventing us from actually moving forward. So this particular energy 
is going to illuminate for us where it is that we have to hurry up and wait, where it is that we have to slow up and press the gas, if you will, which I know is an oxymoron. It is a complete uh, dualistic, polarized type of energy. And that's what creates anxiety. That's what creates nervousness. That's what creates insecurities and doubts and fears. And that's what creates this energy that we're going to be sitting in with this aspect in order for us to remove ourselves, in order for us to get our mind and our heart space right. Now here's an even more interesting layer to this energy. Venus is gonna go ahead and interact with Uranus shortly after. And this particular energy is very conflicting because here's the deal. Venus rules over the Taurus energy that Uranus is retrograde in. And Venus is currently in Sagittarius energy, trying to fly high and focus on the bigger, broader horizons and possibilities for ourselves, especially where relationships and money matters are concerned. Well, the great awakener over here, Mr. Uranus, who is retrograde in Taurus energy, is trying to show us where it is that we're holding on for dear life to the old and where it is that we're essentially blocking ourselves from moving on and aligning with the new. And what we get here is Venus, who... Of course, because she's focused on relationships, she wants closeness, she wants intimacy, but she's in Sagittarius energy, which wants freedom. And this Uranian energy wants us to be an individual, wants us to stand away from the crowd, but is in Taurus energy, which wants connection and closeness and compatibility and partnership. So you can see that this is a cluster off of energy. And what we're kind of being faced with is we feel like it's either like one choice or the other. You either want to be alone or you want to be together. You want closeness or you want distance. You want individuality or you want companionship. And it feels very much in this vibe like we are getting signs and symbols from the exterior realm, maybe people in it, that we have to choose one or the other. And you know, newsflash, spoiler alert, you don't have to choose one over the other. We have to find a balance in between the two so that we can have the best of both worlds. But how we find that compromise and how we meet in the middle is not very clear to us right now. We have to sit in the funk in order for us to figure out how to build build the bridge to get us from, you know, total isolation to at least comfortability being around the people that we love. The last aspect that we have here today is the moon in Aquarius, sextiling, which is a beautiful vibe with Mercury, ruler of the mental plane, who is in Sag energy. So what we got going on here, and maybe if you'll remember earlier, we were having a problem getting our heart and our head on the same page. This means that through the funk, through the squares, through the tension, through the conflicts that we've had in our heart space and in our external realms here today, We've been illuminated to something. We've been illuminated to where it is that our heart and our head are getting closer to being on the same page, where they're in agreement, where they're in alignment. Even more than that, we are being put in a situation where there could be an opportunity to have a very, I'm going to say, important discussion in our relationships that is kind of a strange dynamic because as deep as these conversations are, as heartfelt as they are, 
um, the Aquarian energy has us emotionally detached so that we can be a little bit more intellectual and analytical with our thoughts and feelings and the way that we communicate ourselves. And then, of course, we have Mercury over here in Sagittarius energy, who is just so blunt, so straightforward, almost a little bit too direct, if you will, just spits the truth like it is instead of trying to sugarcoat it in any kind of way, which sounds good, except when you're having these heart to heart conversations you would like to think that you are being as kind and as generous and as soft as possible in order to emote and articulate yourself correctly and have the other person receive your message wholeheartedly. But these particular energies would suggest that we don't care how the message is delivered. We don't even care how the message is received. The point that we're focused on is getting the message across however that may rub us the right or wrong way. So we're definitely making progress in our internal realm, getting our heart and our head on the same page. But in our external realm, we're actually taking the steps to have the kinds of conversations that we need to have to clear the air, to get our thoughts and our feelings out into the world for other people to understand where it is that we're coming from so that we can work on you know reconciling and, and bringing the closeness of some of the relationships that got pretty distant, we're bringing that full circle. We're bringing it into a forum where we let the other people know in our lives that this relationship is worthy of my time, of my energy, of our efforts, of our conversation, of our uncomfortability in order to clear the air and start healing some of the, I'm gonna say, uh, brokenness that has occurred in some of our relationship dynamics definitely over eclipse season.